And in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another investment property income podcast. My name is Jeff Eady. It's getting harder and harder to get through those intros for some reason. Uh, I have the distinguished and distinct pleasure of introducing my good friend today, one of Canada's top mortgage brokers, heck of a nice guy. He knows his stuff inside and out. He's been one of the top producers consistently in this entire field. Oh, one of the largest brokerages in Canada. But on top of all that, the heck of a nice guy. He loves to have a good time. Mr. Jonathan Tilger. Jonathan, how are you today? Oh, as, as I say, it's like the, the intros you give me are, I, I, I come out and I'm just like floating after. Oh, look at that. Look at me now. I feel always phenomenal speaking with you, Jeff. How about yourself? I am fantastic, sir. It's been a great day. It's been a great and, day. And, and, and I, I just want to say, I mean, probably the stumbling through the intro today is because we're running, we're recording this a little later in the day than we typically do. So this is true. I'm more of a morning person. I mean, next time, but maybe we can try this at like 530 in the morning when I'm up. You know? <laughs> you, you'll, you'll get me probably snoring at that point. But <laughs> uh, Jonathan, we've uh, we've had a great week. We've had some, some successful meetups and live events happening. And uh, one of the things we took away from that it was the uh, um, first time, the secrets for first time home buyers, which we, we did last week. And then, of course, this week we, uh, we had the um, tax deductible mortgage, which I can't wait to, uh, to piece out some of the content from that and put into the podcast here. A uh, really great turnout for that. But today, sticking with the, the secrets for first time home buyers. I want to talk about the Purchase Plus Improvements Mortgage. I know we've covered this before, but this is a very interesting one because of the way that it works and the ability that you have to purchase your home while it's still not what you want it to be and bring it up to where you would like it to be. So I think this opens a lot of doors for people, especially first-time home buyers who are looking at something and saying, hey, that kitchen is from the 70s. That puke green fridge needs to go. And uh, I don't know who came up with those wrought iron uh, uh, cupboard handles, but oh my goodness, <laughs> we got to get them off of there. <laughs> you know the ones I'm talking about. I do, yeah. <laughs> so, Jonathan, uh, why don't we start with uh, what, what the Purchase Plus Improvements Mortgage is meant to do, and then we'll get into to how it works. Well, Interesting enough, the, the Purchase Plus Improvement Program actually started through the mortgage insurers. Really? And it was it was designed for clients, especially those those buying with sort of the 5%, 10% down. They don't have, they're saying, okay, first-time home buyers most common with because they don't have the additional funds, as you said, to get the renovations done. Hey, everything's perfect. The neighborhood's perfect. We got everything we want. But yeah, that's exactly it. It's a, uh, it's a 30, 40-year-old kitchen or bathroom, whatever the case is. So the purchase plus is really designed to say, you know what, you can build the cost of your renovations into the mortgage. Hmm. Now, now, when I say renovations, let me just be clear. This is generally for cosmetics things. It's not to do something structural. It's not to gut the house. It's not, not for, for your flippers. Exactly. I'm well, flippers if they're doing touch-ups, but, uh, but it's, I mean, most common kitchens, bathroom, flooring. Those are the three most common things I've done this with. But I have done it with a house that needed new windows, needed a new roof, needed a new furnace. Generally speaking, it is things where if you look at the cost of it, cost of the item or the, the work being done, it will increase the value by, by about the same amount. Mm -hmm. so, so you wouldn't be able to lift the house and put a basement in is what you're saying. 
No, no, that, that, that gets, that's outside the scope of this particular program. So there are I, other avenues for that though. How come, how come this started with the insurers? I don't understand that. That that's interesting to me. Uh, well, let me, let me be clear that I, I think that's, that's what I've been told. And I think that's what I, how I understand it. So, and, and the, the insurers are the ones who will back these programs. So that's, that's why my understanding is that way. And I'm pretty sure that is the case, but I could be wrong. So I'm just covering myself. In case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but really why, deniability. why, why start with them? <clears throat> it really comes down to what's, what's CMHC because starting through CMHC, Canadian Mortgage Housing Corporation and the others have followed suit, but what's CMHC's mandate? It's their crown corporation whose mandate is to help Canadians buy homes, help, mm-hmm. help Canadians get into a home. And so that being the case, they put, this, they put the program, or I'm assuming anyway, they put the program together saying, if we're helping Canadians buy homes, why not help them with some of these upgrades that we know are going to increase the value of the home by about the same amount they're putting into it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So how much can somebody get? The guidelines state, there's, there's the guidelines and there's sort of practicality and what happens. The guidelines state maximum of 40,000 or 10% of the value of the house. Okay. And what's the reality of it, sir? Um, that's usually the guidelines I stick by. There were, I have had a few situations where it's gone higher. I had one where it was closer to 80,000 they were able to do. Wow. Was the house more expensive? The house was more expensive. Okay. Okay. So the one with the 10% as opposed to the 40 grand. Exactly. But usually they say the lesser of, but that was one of the few exceptions. Um, most, most people, it's usually sort of the, that, that sort of 20 to $40,000 range. Because typically, as I said, it's kitchens, bathrooms, flooring are the three most common things. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so run me through, like, how would, how is setting this up different than setting up just a, a conventional mortgage? So on application, need to know that this is something you'd like to apply for. Okay, right so, off the bat. Right so off the bat. you better have somebody who helps you strategize this stuff. Exactly. So, so let, let's just say, let's stick with a $500,000 purchase. Okay. So you come in saying... and By the way, I, can we just make that like our standard on here? Because yes. you always give me the depends and I don't need depends. Okay. <laughs> I won't even comment on that when you left it wide open, but I, 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 I was on purpose. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, that's probably around the average Canadian mortgage. Is it not? Depends on what area. <laughs> um, I said average. <laughs> if, 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 if we're talking GTA, no. If we're talking, uh, talking Southern Ontario for to average the whole thing out, probably in there. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking about Canada, not just the GTA. I, I know, I know, Toronto is very Toronto centric, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can still find a uh, fifty thousand dollar mortgage in Tuktoyaktuk. So yes. <laughs> um, so you got a game plan. You got to know this is coming ahead of time. So so yeah, you got a five hundred thousand dollar purchase. Uh, you're going in saying, you know, we want to get, we want to upgrade the, let's just say, kitchens and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So. Let me know that in advance. Let me know approximate budget you're looking at. Because mm-hmm. now on application, what's going to happen is we're going to apply based on, okay, it's a $500,000 purchase, putting $20,000 in renovations under the purchase plus program. So what's going to happen now? So we're going to get things approved based on 
essentially they will look at the at the purchase plus with the new value of 520. So if you're doing 5% down, they will be 5% down on the 520 purchase. Okay. Okay. So you do have to have a bit of additional funds that in that yep. case. Yes. So the next step is between kind of, we get the mortgage approved before it closes, you've got to get the, the quotes together for the work. So whoever your oh, contract okay. is. So one of the things, this is where there needs to be good communication between myself and the realtor because they'll need to obviously set up a, a few extra visits to the house to get this done. And so when they're putting, putting the offer to purchase, I think standard is usually you're allowed two visits. You may want to ask for an extra couple so we can get some contractors to go in to, to get the quotes together they need. Yep, that makes sense. So we get, we get the quotes together. Let's just say the work's coming out at, uh, at 18,500. All right. They'll adjust the mortgage, the mortgage amount based on, based on a five eighteen five hundred purchase. Okay. Now on closing that extra, that extra 18, five will not be released. What's going to happen is they will release the funds, the funds to the lawyer, but the lawyer has instructions to release based on the 500 purchase price leaving the balance in trust with the lawyer until they can confirm the work has been completed. And how do they do that? So we're going to need an inspector to go in to confirm the upgraded work. So after, so basically an appraiser has to go in. So there'll be the charge for the appraiser to give their uh, essentially inspection update report, which mm -hmm. is let's call it around 200 to $250. They're just going to confirm that, yes, we've got upgraded kitchens, upgraded bathrooms, they sign off on it. Once that report comes in, goes to the lender, the lender instructs the lawyer, okay, release the balance of funds. So they then go to the client. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's, that's nice and simple. Now I, I do know, I do recall from last time we spoke about this, that uh, you will find some lawyers that will work directly with the contractors so that um, they bill it almost like an insurance where you won't have to pay all the money up front. They, the contractors and lawyers can do all that together. That, that's where it comes down to the contractor. Okay. Because the, the, the lawyer will have instructions to release the funds. And if, if basically you tell them they've been given instructions by yourself as a client, no, we're paying the contractor direct. Mm -hmm. then, uh, then the, that's how the lawyer will pay it. Uh, but essentially most contractors are going to want funds for the work they're going to be doing some sort of deposits up front. They've got to buy materials and... So coffee if, if, for the boys. <laughs> yeah, if 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 you've got the means to do this, or you've got a line of credit, maybe you can borrow money from your parents, and you just hey, you know what? That's the simplest route. We don't have to get into the other the other stage. Then hey, just let them know. Yeah, we'll give you. You want so it's it's eighteen thousand five hundred dollar job. I'll give you a five thousand dollar deposit. The balance due on completion or whatever the structure is. Great. If you're in a position where you can't do that, that's where some. Uh, and you can make arrangements between the contractor and the lawyer saying, hey, listen, I don't have the money. The money's being released to my lawyer. The lawyer will have all the funds. I'll sign something to give the lawyer, lawyer uh, basically the lawyer has instructions that, that when we agree that everything's complete, they'll release the funds direct to you. Can you work that way? Mm -hmm. So there, there are some contractors who might say, yeah, no problem. I can do that. Uh, it may be harder getting that nowadays just because contractors are very busy. So they're like, why would I take that when I can get the money that I need up front? So, so nowadays it may be maybe more challenging with the contractors just for that reason. So how long has this been around? 
around as long as I've been in the business. I, I don't know exactly how long, but I know probably at least the last 15, 20 years it's been around. Okay. And would this be, so when they do this, would that be actually be a collateral charge then the extra money to do the uh, purchase plus? It will depend on how, how the lender registers it, but no, it can be a standard charge. Okay. Because they're, they're registering the amount based on, based on the mortgage on a 520 purchase. Okay, so they're basically looking at the future value of the home versus today's value. Exactly, but where, where they're hedging themselves and they're saying we're not releasing, the lawyer will not release the balance of the funds until it's, worth until it's, until it's been completed. <laughs> so the, the lawyer has that as a holdback, where if for some reason the, uh, the work didn't get done, the, they would just instruct the lawyer return the balance of the funds to us, the lender. And I, I would imagine if you're a smart buyer and you have a good realtor, there'd be an opportunity here for you to massively increase the house value with minimal costs. Depending on the work that's being done in the area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Uh, I was just trying to think of, you know, how does this strategy truly benefit people? And if you can, you know, you got about 20 grand to, to, to do it, but it gives you 30 grand worth of value. That's a heck of a deal. There, there are certain things where it could do that based, based on, area and everything else of the property mm -hmm. well i'd imagine yeah there's a lot of times where you look at something and it just needs lipstick to look pretty right yeah like like wrought iron door not, uh cupboard <laughs> handles as opposed to uh something a little more modern and <laughs> not wrought iron yes <laughs> so what should somebody know uh before they're going into this jonathan hey, right off the jump what do they need to know really that this is one where if this is something when you're looking at an area, especially if it's an older area where you're looking to purchase, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's probably a, a good chance that you could have some dated things in the house you want to update. And so if that's the like case, intercom system, <laughs> I just <laughs> from my days in film, I used to go into a lot of very dated houses and they always had those cheesy like 70s intercom system. It was like, I don't know if the, the Brady Bunch had one or something like that, but like just walk to the end of the house and, and yell at your kids. You don't need the intercoms. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always felt uh, disappointed because the I remember the neighborhood grew up in that they had they had all the the spots for it in the houses but my but they never worked no but my parents <laughs> never put them in our house oh, but I, had, no. I had neighbors who had them i always thought oh i want that it's cool <laughs> yeah in my house we just used the portable phone because it always had the page button on the uh on the base so then you could just pick up the phones and talk to each other through the through the phones yeah well well now i'm dating myself because this was before they really the portable phones were uh <laughs> So if, if, once the portable phones came, those things became outdated. Because now, why be wired in when you don't have to be? Yeah. Oh my goodness, how so, technology has changed, sir. So, but but back back to your question. So yes, if especially if you're looking in in more established neighborhoods where there's a high probability that your house needs the work, have the conversation. Understand this. Speak with your mortgage mortgage person up front to make sure that 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 things are being put in place for this. Uh, there's not a lot of extra work that needs to be up front, but obviously if you're going to be applying, when you go to apply for the mortgage, you want to apply for this at the time of application. Yes. If, if, it, if it's kind of like after you've already been approved and you're saying, well, let's add this on, now you need to do a complete new application. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then you've got all your fees and blah, blah, blah. And it's probably not worth it at that point. Yeah. Fantastic. Is there anything you want to say to wrap it up, sir? Always a pleasure speaking with you, Jeff. Uh, always thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, so glad that, that, uh, that you found us and you enjoy what we're doing. JP, thanks so much for sharing your knowledge, brother. I really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate the fact that you've chosen to spend the last few minutes with us learning about uh, how to accelerate your mortgage and, and how to, to, to really combine a whole bunch of these different strategies to make one super investor out of yourself. Uh, if you'd like to, to get a hold of Jonathan, you can always shoot him an email at Jonathan at a mortgage plan.com. That's Jonathan at a mortgage plan.com. You can download the free book that Jonathan co-authored at uh, investment property income book.com. That'll help you understand how to invest, why to invest and exactly how to get started and uh, of course, as always, if you want to listen to the podcast, well, you're probably already listening to it, but you can find more of our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon. And uh, don't forget to join our meetup group. We are on meetup.com at investment property income. We've got several live events, typically, uh, what, once a week now we're doing them. We've got a uh, great turnout coming up uh, for the next one. So, Please join us for that. We'd love to see you in person. Find out uh, what you're, you're loving about what we do and how we can help you get further down the road to uh, make your mortgage and your home work for you. Jonathan, again, thank you so much. And thank you for coming out. We'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic day. <laughs>